Welcome back to Now I'm Just a Worm with your hosts, Anjanette. And Jess. And this week we are talking about the tendency in American media, at least, for there to be, uh, we accept graphic violence over any kind of depiction of sexual anything, sexuality, the naked body, whether male or female, but mostly female. We don't like the female. Well, mostly female and homosexuality. Yes. Any any type of love scene that is depicted between two women or two men. Yeah. If it's not heteronormative, it's bad. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I, and I want to say, too, before, like, we start a whole spiel, when we're referring to any type of sexual scene, um, it's, like, mutual. Like, we're not talking about rape scenes. We're not talking about sexual torture. Oh, yeah. Or, like, yeah. Not- yeah. No. So we're talking about people who are in love yeah yeah people who are in love who are exploring each other for the first time or maybe multiple times like whatever but basically consensual sexual scenes um and and again like noting that on both sides violence and or sexual obviously it depends on who is watching it and what their comfort level is to either Mm -hmm. but in general sex is bad yes (laughs) there's been a trend for decades and i i feel like um it's just kind of getting like we'll accept even more and more graphic violence stuff over still even like the most basic of sexual depiction anything right uh as the years go on but um even even decades ago like the amount of what they would depict violent violence wise in movies far outweighed oh yeah anything like as soon as you would put like uh, a female nipple in there like ah rating <laughs> nc-17 a butt cheek oh god yeah like it's you could not the female form is it you might you must hide it it must be hidden kept away from view i don't even think like the male form a little bit like Oh, you didn't even know that men had anything under clothes. <laughs> no. And, and, you know, I think it's funny, though, too, because I don't remember who I was discussing this with, but we were bringing up how, like, like you said, if you get a full frontal of a woman, it's like an R rating, but it still gets into the movie. Do you know what I mean? Like, it still gets in, like, people can still oh, yeah. see it. But if well, it's a male... Bu- you wouldn't get Bush, though. No. That is... All right, that's fair. That would be NC-17. Right. But titties... Ask basically everything but the clit. Yeah, you right, could like, not. You couldn't see that. You could no. see just just to write if there were a hairline just to write right above there. that. Yeah, you know, but that's acceptable though. But for a male full frontal, you God could, forbid if oh, he was oh. hard. Oh, loud <laughs> enough. Like had, God forbid. Like the most naked a man could get would be. Um, like the shirt off and then anytime there was a butt though it wasn't of like a it wasn't really a hot guy it would be like a oh that guy's That's fat right. he's got a fat ass like it was more like a of a comedic nature yeah. so there there were some full frontals and the one i'm thinking of oh my god what it was it was a horror movie 30 days later Mm. yeah so 30 days later um and i can't i can picture the actor i can't remember his name he's the lead currently he's the lead actor in peaky blinders and he was the scarecrow in killian murphy yes i love that man well he's naked in a movie he's soft but yes what movie was this 
30 days later? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, wait, 28 days later. 28 it? days later. No. Fuck, hold on. Right, pause. <laughs> Anyways, look it up. But my point is, he wakes up in a hospital. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, that's that's my dog. I'm so sorry. She's bored with our conversation already. Wow. <laughs> Anyways, but he zombie apocalypse happens while he is, I don't know if he's in a coma, unconscious, whatever. But he is in a hospital setting, so when he wakes up, though, for whatever reason, there is a nude, like full frontal scene of him. But obviously, like it's not sexual in nature. Yeah, he's just knickers. Yes. I remember seeing this movie, but I don't remember him being naked. I would be extremely surprised if you ever saw this movie, considering that you hate horror movies so much. I, and then zombies even more. Yes. But I'm pretty sure I... No, but I love Killian Murphy. Those lips, that jawline. Oh, God. Hey, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway... But I think, I think that might be the point, though, is yeah. that for men, it's okay to show them full frontal occasionally if it's in a non-sexual way. I don't even think then. I think, it, like, the the peen is not nearly as documented in film. I agree. But I feel like, I feel like the, I guess what I'm saying is the occasional times that it has been, it's typically, it's in a non-sexual way. Oh, well, yeah, because the female form can't possibly be viewed in a non-sexual way. Like, it is, it's unfathomable. Well, not only that, but I think the second a dick gets hard, it's the most obscene thing on the face of the planet. Yeah, and then you're just like, this is ridiculous. It's aggressive. Yeah. Like. <laughs> it's aggressive. It's aggressive. <laughs> like, the second that you see a hard dick, it's like, no one's safe. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, well. This just got stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, so I just, but like you said, though, I mean, that's, that's, that's obscene and you can't fathom it. And, you know, it's aggressive if you see a hard dick or a woman naked, whether it be sexual or unsexual. But, you know, to see a guy get like their fucking head smashed in, completely acceptable. That's fine. Yeah. Like, uh, Jess and I were just talking about before we started this is that, like, I remember watching American History X years ago, yeah. and the only scene that I remember vividly is the curb stomping scene. Yeah. And apparently there are other bad scenes, like there's seen the graphic depictions of sex, yeah. rape, and all these scenes, but what stood out to me was the graphic violent scene. Like, that, that affects me more. Then I'm honestly sex. surprised you don't remember the rape scene because that was pretty graphic as well. Like it was actually it was really fucking graphic. That that almost made me a little bit more. That made me equally as uncomfortable as the curb stomping. I, I think this. I think the the curb stomping just like it. The way that they depicted it just affected me so badly. Right. And we had discussed that like. All of the all all of the really graphic scenes in that movie were they were for necessary reasons because it's if you don't know the premise it's about the skinhead he's it, he's yeah. he's uh he's a he's a skinhead but he's a part of um 
like a local organization that he basically works for somebody else who kind of puts him out and some lackeys to do hate crimes. Um, and, and eventually, obviously, after the curb stomping incident, he is arrested. Certain types of subgroups or gangs, shit like that. So he attempts to find like his own niche, his own Aryan Brotherhood or whatever. And I think he gets pissed mm-hmm. off because they start doing deals with guys who are black within jail. Um, not understanding that A, it's wrong and B, it's jailhouse mentality. Like you have to do whatever you have to do to survive. That means having some sort of relationship with, with black guys mm-hmm. goes in jail. So he basically though like gets into some arguments with them, pisses them off, and there's a scene where he's in a shower and there's a rape scene. Like mm-hmm. the guys that he gets pissed off about argues with gang rape him. And it is graphic. It is violent. And not only did they depict that, but they also depicted his recovery time. Oh god. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember this at all. No? Like 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 I said, the, the what stood out to me. And what affected me was the curb stomping. Like, that... Yeah, I mean, I remember that, too, and I'm sure everybody does. It just... One, that's one of my favorite movies. Uh-huh. Because of the message that it has. Because the writers and directors did not hold back on what they wanted to show. Um, it is a hard movie to watch. I'm not going to lie. Like, it is extremely difficult to watch. It is going to make you uncomfortable, but it's supposed to. Yeah. You know, and if you actually are able to watch the whole thing from beginning to end and see the character transformation and the message that they're trying to bring, makes it worth watching and you can appreciate it. Um, yeah, like I, I remember I did really like that movie. I just, uh, my, depending on when I saw whatever movie, like my memory gets like really fuzzy with it and I don't, I don't remember things so good. <laughs> Like, it it depends on how much of a, I guess, an impact whatever movie had on me, I guess. Yeah. Like, or, I don't know. I, I mean, that scene for you was was impactful. Yeah. And it should be. I mean, I was going to say, after, like, I would say the three scenes, four scenes that get me the most were those two scenes. Um, beginning of the movie, like, right before that incident happens is um he and his girlfriend are they're fucking like it's graphic and i but i think it's graphic for the reason of it shows that he's the man of the house he doesn't care what anybody else thinks and whatever he wants to do happens Mm -hmm. so that means fucking his girlfriend to the point where the entire neighbors can hear he will oh wait i think i do remember that scene now right because his younger brother comes in to let him know he's being carjacked yeah oh yeah yeah okay yeah yeah but those so but those scenes got to me but the other one that got to me is when he comes home from prison he's obviously very much changed yeah he hasn't really told anybody because within the gang that he's in like that's dangerous yeah so but when he comes home like his brother is basically just like he was Mm -hmm. when he left unintended like unintentionally um like his he had no plans for his little brother to to be what he was yeah you know and just seeing that kind of character development unfold and seeing what his brother turned into and what he was like and what his family was deduced to is kind of it was it was moving it was like you know fuck like 
And then the way that it ends was even more like, holy shit. Yeah. This, it goes both ways. Like that amount of hate and that amount of disdain for the individual based on color over nothing. Like yeah. over really, realistically over like nothing goes both ways. Yeah. You know, and it's just, I would highly encourage you guys to watch it. But it got, it still was able to get an R rating. Yeah, despite all of that. All of that. <laughs> yeah, despite all of that. It's still, like, it, and it's just the, uh, one, I, I guess, part of our argument is that the the rating system is kind of arbitrary. Very. But that the like with the rating system as it is like why do they allow such scenes of graphic violence but as soon as there's like a depiction of sexual anything um this more more like importantly of a like a consensual nature or even just seeing the female form in general i would say like consensual nature the female form and then passion yeah. So not a sexual scene where, you know, you guys are kind of drunk, you're kind of high, whatever. It's kind of like a flimsy, like a loose, just kind of almost funny or like cringe sex scene or an unfortunate like violent sex scene. Yeah. But the second that it's passionate and it's love and it's real, mm-hmm. it's it's a no-no. Like we're not allowed to show that. Yeah. You know, and God forbid if there's... More than one sex scene. Mm, oh, God. That's just porn at that point. What are you watching? Jesus Christ. It's like, um, let me, I'm looking up a movie that I had seen. What was the rating? R. Okay. A History of Violence. Did you ever see that? Viggo Mortensen. Also, no. there is a movie that he is in where he is full frontal Indian runner. You can pause it at the right scene and you just see him reflected fully in his glory. Uh, he's <laughs> drunk naked in front of a mirror. Um, that's not the point, though. But History of Violence is rated R. And did I see that? I don't think I did see that. It is pretty sure that it's like rated R. One, because of like... I get... The, the violence that's depicted in it. And also there is some like, um, I wouldn't, like there's one kind of graphic sex scene. Not even really. Like, he, premise is that like, he was like a hitman. Okay. And he pretty much, go, like I think, I don't know if he actually is in witness protection. Or if he just kind of like did his own witness protection. Right. I think he's actually in witness protection and he like starts as a different life where like even his but his wife and his kid don't know oh okay so he's in this small town and um like where everyone knows everyone yeah and these people these bad guys like eh, just like assholes come through into the this diner that he owns and um they they're trying to like I don't know if they're trying to rob the place or cause a ruckus or whatever. Long story long, he... Fucks them up? Yeah, he kills yeah. them. Okay. And then he's viewed as the town hero, but he starts getting attention, like right. national news and everything like that. He starts getting attention so that the people that he used to run with, 
well, no find him. Had. Yeah. Yeah. And then they start coming back. So he goes and he's like to try and get back to the life that he lead like he was leading before. Like he has to go and take care of that and all blah blah blah. But like his wife is like questioning everything and kind of finds out who he is and then they just have like this um rather passionate not even a it's not a love making thing they fuck on the stairs okay. <laughs> like ripping like they don't have their clothes are still on and it's like really like quick and violent right and it kind of but it, it goes with the rest of the movie it's a history of violence it's right. like a very it is a violent but it's still consensual i was gonna say i mean it, yeah sex scene right um, it goes with the theme. It's not like gratuitous or anything like that. You don't even see. I think you see Viggo Mortensen's butt, and that's it. Um, I don't even think you see Maria Bello's like tits. I think you see those in another scene, maybe, but like you don't see anything. Um, but it is an awkward scene to watch with your parents because <laughs> we didn't know that that was happening. But again, that kind of leads to my that it lends credence to my argument. We're like, or or I guess kind of what we're saying is that like. Violence is more accepted than so you guys were fine sex. watching all of that up until like that, that when sex the sex scene. scene came in. That's when it was like awkward. Oh god, oh, oh Jesus! I got a pee suddenly. I need I need to find an excuse to leave the room. That's when you're like, I just need to be the most microscopic person ever <laughs> to avoid my parents' gaze. Like it was, I think. I didn't even know if it was I was the reason we were watching this movie because I lo- I liked Viggo Mortensen. But you did this. Yeah. It was it was post Lord of the Rings at this point. So I was like a huge Viggo Mortensen fan and I wanted to watch this movie and like I think each one of us each member of the family was banned from picking the movie from then. So then we stopped doing family movie night. Um and this that was that was my that was my fault. So History of Violence was on me. AI was on my brother. Um, so we just we stopped doing family <laughs> movie night. But that, it, my point is that like a movie called A History of Violence, you know there's going to be violence in it. All of that was fine. Right. And honky dory until the sex scene came in and it was like, oh God. And even they had like a, uh, they had a different sex scene, but it wasn't, again, it was not, it was like the beginning of a sex scene. Like, so there's making out, she, there's a lot of foreplay, or whatever. Kind of. They, yeah. de- they depicted, um, 69, but they were clothed. Yeah. So like, okay. Well, okay. Let me explain. No, I get, like, I, yeah. <laughs> so like she, um, she comes out in like her high school cheerleader outfit because they met, like, she's like, oh my God. So like, ha <laughs> <laughs> So they're making out on the bed and then she turns, she turns yeah. and you, he goes under her skirt and you just, you know, you yeah, know, what's you happening. know what's happening, <laughs> but don't explain that to your parents that you know what's happening. <laughs> so, <laughs> but like, so that was the first sex scene, quote unquote. But again, you didn't see anything. You didn't see any ass. You didn't see any tits. You didn't see no, no nothing. All right. And then, um, then later, like where they're fucking on the stairs again, you still don't see anything except for Viggo Mortensen's ass later. But like all of that combined was because it got an R rating, right? But also like the well, I think I think it would be to question like hypothetically if you were to take out 
all the violence and it was just say a drama about their relationship mm-hmm. based off of those two scenes i think they would still very oh, well absolutely but like i guess my why yeah because i yeah, i guess we should 20 minutes into talking about this that like we should talk about the fact that what we don't understand is why why depictions of sex are viewed as so taboo that you have to like hide them from the general public yeah children are not allowed to learn about it oh god no um because here in the the great us of a we preach abstinence which works a hundred percent of the time <laughs> please note that this is all sarcasm so much sarcasm like, yeah, I, you know if you look at any type of foreign film french film spanish but like there's so much positive depiction of sexuality and love mm-hmm. that again i think us as the u.s are like oh my god i would never let my teen watch that oh god yeah you know and it's just like but but why it's like one of the like both of them unfortunately come natural to human beings violence and sex but again, I think, again, our question is, like, why are we more comfortable with depictions of violence versus depictions of love? You know, I mean, if it's a consensual lovemaking scene, that's, I think that's what we all strive for as a couple is, is to be able to be that comfortable with our partner. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just a show an act of love. Like, what is wrong with that? Yeah. Do I want my 10-year-old watching it? Eh. Well, I'm going to leave that up to the parent. Probably not. But, like, is it to the point where I need to, like, flip out about it and throw an R rating on it? And mm -hmm. it's subjective, I guess, to a certain extent. Yeah. Like, um, one of the things we were looking up was, like, uh, I I guess that, like, what was his name? Roger Ebert? Yeah. One of the the film critics was arguing that they should change the rating system to essentially be like, just give it like an adults only right. rating instead of the G, PG, PG-13, R, NC-17. Um, and also change NC-17 back to X rating because pretty everyone knows what X rated means. Right. That would mean it would be like explicit, almost like pornographic. Right. Rather than non-pornographic sex depictions. So that's what he argued, and obviously the MPAA was like, um, go fuck yourself. So they were like, we're not going to do that. Yeah. Um, but I was just get double-checking the rating on a movie called The Dreamers, which if you have never seen it, it, um, it depicts younger people. I don't think they're, I don't know if they're teenagers or not, but they are younger, and they are... Yeah, they say young American. So, but he's he's studying in Paris and he meets these twins that um and they're fraternal twins, so it's a it's a brother and a sister okay. and they are um the free love kind of people because it's it's in 1968 in Paris. Oh, okay. And there's like a lot of like there's no violence. It's like a very artsy fartsy film no violence no like no depictions of violence or anything um just a lot of depictions of sex ava green is in it in case you guys are like familiar with that and michael pitt um and i think that like you do see the one guy's dick not michael pitt's the other guys 
Um, but you definitely see you see Ava Green's everything. Ah, uh, like it's full frontal. Like you see Bush, Bush you see everything. All right. Um, not like I, everything. Into, yeah, yeah. No, I go. I get what you're saying. But you see it all, and um, they depict like threesomes and stuff like that. Not between the brother and sister, but like they are both of them participating with Michael Pitt. So, like, it's it's an interesting film. I don't know why I watched it when I was young. Sorry, Mom. But, um, <laughs> again, I shouldn't feel guilty for watching you these should, sexy yeah, films. Exactly. But, like, I, it's just, it, it's ingrained in us as as Americans that, like, we, we should feel guilty for having any kind of curiosity about sex. Because, right. like, I mean, at least in my case, like, I went to a Jesuit high school. They did teach abstinence. Like yeah. they do, yeah, they used scare tactics to make sure that you did not try to do sex whatsoever, and they were like, uh, you know, sex will lead to genital herpes, <laughs> and you know, genital warts of the eye. <laughs> and you're just like, oh my god, how does it get there? Yeah, and you're like <laughs> what is what's happening? Uh, and so like. I because of that in the way that America as a whole views sex as taboo like I I think that that is why well at least part of the reason why our rating system makes it so that depictions of sex or the female form or anything gets at a higher rating and right. thus like is taboo and you you have to hide it away right yeah I just like I said though I, I'd love to know and I'm sure it has something to do with religion, but I just like to know, like, how we got there. Like, how we got to the point where it's okay to see somebody get the shit kicked out of them, and or it's okay to discuss violence. Yeah. But the second you want to have a conversation, you know, with your parents or close friends about your first sexual experience, or you have any... I mean, you know, none of us know what the fuck we're doing for our first time. Oh, yeah. And it's like, it's but, like, like, no, like, you're, I'm sure, like, how many of us were comfortable, though, talking about it? And it should be the most, com- it should be the most natural thing we should be able to discuss. Yeah. And it's not. Mm-mm. Yeah, like, even, even between you and the person that you're trying to have consensual yes. sex with, it's like, so, it, it was so awkward, I think, yeah. for all of us. I mean, uh, unless there are some of you freaks out there that had a good first time. Fuck you. Um. Yeah, go fuck yourself. <laughs> but... Um, like even just try, it's so awkward. Like you have to hide it away. You have to have it in your car on the side of an abandoned road. And like, it's just weird. And then like it, 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 yes, it probably shouldn't be like the greatest thing ever your first time, but there shouldn't be so much. There shouldn't be any shame or guilt. Yeah. Yeah. And, or like, oh my God, I shouldn't be doing this. Even though I'm like, I'm practicing safe sex and this is, we're both consens- consenting to this. It's not like he's forcing it on me or I'm forcing it on him. It shouldn't be that way. Yeah. And yet. I think about it like is. in high school, like how many times do you hear about like a fight? But mm-hmm. in a good way, you know, like, oh, that guy got ass, like he got his ass beat or she got her ass beat. And like, yeah. You know, it was talked about, and it was accepted, and it was whatever. It was fine. But the second that a rumor was spread about, oh, that girl fucked that guy. She's a whore. Oh, yeah. Or oh, he yeah. Fu- or he fucked. Like, all of a sudden, it's just a negative connotation where that guy getting the shit kicked out of him was completely fine. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's somehow more of a man for it, or she's more of a woman for it. But the second you bring sex into it, yeah, they're both whores. And then it's still... Well, actually, still, it's, like, 
with the woman, though, and this goes kind of harkens back to our talk about gender norms mm-hmm. and gender stereotypes, is that if a woman is more comfortable with her sexuality and everything, she's viewed as a whore. Yeah. Whereas like, or, and if, or if she has a lot of sexual partners, she's a whore where if a guy were to have a lot of sexual partners, he's seen as the man, like he's got that machismo going on. Like he's yeah. like, he's revered for it. He's a Don Juan. Yeah. And like, and the woman for doing the exact same thing, being comfortable with her sexuality, being confident in her sexuality. And she's viewed as like, wow. Okay. Like she's a disease ridden whore. Like yeah. don't, don't go near her. I think over the past couple years, in the media anyway it's gotten better with depicting it as women as just as women yeah you know i mean i know a lot of people are like oh she's a strong woman she's i'm like she's just a woman mm-hmm. like this is how we are that no but nobody wants to show the side of us it's nothing i hate to say it but it's nothing necessarily special <laughs> it's just y'all never fucking paid attention to it yeah like it's nothing new mm-hmm. it's it was always there you just decided to finally pay attention to it and recognize it for what it is recognize recognize bitch (laughs) (laughs) but i I think that and then um again being more comfortable and showing in a positive light like homosexuality relationships and love making scenes as for what it is yeah what everybody else does (laughs) yep like it uh, there were um another like one of the articles that we were looking at um there were instances of, like, okay, so I guess we'll, we'll break it down the different categories. Is that, like, essentially if you had money, if you were a bigger production uh, company, yeah. you could buy, essentially, your rating. Or at least you had the money to be able to get the rating that you wanted. Yeah. You whether had the, you had the right to negotiate. Yeah. Whether you, like, you had the money to go and, like cut the scenes out that you needed to in order to get the rating. Because the, the MPAA actually wouldn't tell people what scenes needed to be cut in order to get the rating that they wanted or at least not independent companies they wouldn't because independent companies had a like they just had a hell of a time trying to get the rating that they wanted right but they would also be rated harsher for the same material in the same scenes correct than a bigger production company or like a bigger name yeah movie company um but also because in independent films, they would have, they kind of had the guts to do scenes that like bigger production companies probably felt like too taboo to do, like scenes depe- depicting homosexuality and stuff right. like that, like Brokeback Mountain. That was a, wasn't that independent? I think so. So it was American History X. Yeah. So they, um, those were independent companies and they had, they were rated harsher than if they had the same kind of scenes in a heteronormative right. way. Yeah. Um, but also that's, so that's because they're independent companies. Yeah. Like you said, I mean, I think money wise had a, like a, a name, we'll go with name brand, had a name brand company. Yeah. You know, shot a very similar movie with very similar scenes that are almost the same. And then an independent company did, and they went in front of the board You know, it's just like there one might get or you need to edit out X, Y, Z or five more scenes or just something harsher. And the independent company is like, well, fuck, like we we have no more money to go back and edit any other scenes. Like, is there something else that we could do to get there? Like, nope. 
They're like, hmm. Well, the other one's just like, okay, well, that's fine. Like, or how about this? Or, you know, what if we put some more money towards your next fundraising or event? They could they could haggle their way into getting what they want yeah. or and or again like if it is just comes down to both of them need to edit the same amount of content to be able to have a commercial success one can do it versus the other yeah and that's just the way the cookie crumbles with the NPAA they mm-hmm. don't give two shits but and we you and I were discussing earlier too is like how those type of ratings translate to television Oh, yeah, yeah. Which I don't get. I don't understand. So I guess, like, with TV, they have similar ratings, not the same. So they'll have, like, TV, TVG, TV, Y, TV, um, MA. They have, they have similar ones, but they're just named different and probably just as many. Yeah. But, like, the ones that, um, oh, TV 14, they have as well. Okay. So, so I guess it's not like if you're watching Peppa Pig, that's probably TVG. Right. Yeah. And then if you're watching Breaking Bad, that's TVMA. Right. And uh, what would be a good example of TV14? Uh, I didn't even know that existed. So I don't know. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't watch. I actually don't watch TV. So I, I watch like the streaming services. <laughs> I guess that's a good point too is we'll circle back to that but i have a good point about the streaming services as well all right yeah but i you know i don't know i mean we're talking about tv shows and like what cable networks can get away with and i know technically amc and fx i i guess is like an extra bonus depending on what cable package you have yes but it's not a premium like you're not paying extra extra like you're not paying for it like you would for hbo or showtime yeah or like stars or anything like that so like they it might be like you had said you're we talking about earlier is that like it, it could be a promotional thing where like okay you know you can get all of these channels for this price for two years instead of like like if you get like the basic basic right with most um tv services like the basic stuff would be like the over the air stuff that you could get with like an over the air like antenna and then you get like a few other things. Yeah. I would say like middle of the road, your average middle of the road package, you're going to get at least FX mm-hmm. if not AMC, mm-hmm. which most people probably get like somewhere in middle of the road. Yeah. You know, um, but like you said, they're, they're kind of ones that you can just easily flip through. Like they're accessible to everybody. Yeah. I love FX. And I recently just got done watching Preacher and AMC. I don't know how they get away with some of the shit that they fucking show on cable television. I just, I don't. And I don't understand, like, taking those shows and then comparing them to movies, like, where they would be rated. Yeah, because you actually have a longer time to tell more graphic tales. (laughs) Yeah, you know, especially with Preacher, like, there isn't, again, going back to, like, the sexuality of it, like, there isn't too many sex scenes in it. Yeah. Um, there's a couple, but for the most part, it's just graphically violent. Like, putting a shotgun up a guy's ass and blowing the trigger, <gasps> graphically violent. Oh my god. Like, scene, Jesus. Scene, all right, Fuck. so there's, for anyone who hasn't seen Preacher. Um, that's, that's me. I haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah, so there's a vampire, Cassidy, who's just a very lovely Irish vampire, who just really just wants to go around and just get high. Like, Did, did she... Did she get the shotgun up her ass? He did not. Oh, okay. 
he gave that to somebody else who was torturing him. Wait, Cassidy is a Cassidy, guy. Cassidy. Okay. Yes. Okay. It's okay. Um, this sounded like a girl. I'm sorry. Uh, I can't assume. No, he assume. really can't. <laughs> but no, he was. He had killed an individual who was torturing him, mm-hmm. and they were torturing him. One just as like a schooling one on one on how to properly torture, because he will continue to regenerate. So you can t- continue to do that over oh, and over again. Okay. So you don't have to get other people to right. practice on because you wore out the first one. Right. Okay. I got you. I got you. And um, then there's and they don't really like explain it too much, but there's essentially like a cosmetic brand for anti-aging that happens to be made from foreskin so who do you think they get the foreskin from that they can continue to do so over and over and over again oh no yeah so (gasps) they depict that and that's fine oh my god but i guarantee you if they like showed a sex scene where they were both naked like they wouldn't have been able to show that oh my god that is gross it is though like some of the shit that i've seen on that show i'm like oh my god like why and how are they showing this yeah on cable? what depraved individuals came up with this seth rogan and somebody else oh okay <laughs> i well, liked it i very much liked the series i liked how it ended. it had a happy ending for the most part um yeah it's it's okay okay well there's graphic. that and then um I haven't finished Breaking Bad, but I was watching it recently, and I think it's in the first season of of the of the show. And it's when they have like he he strangles he like he asphyxiates a guy yeah. with the um the bike lock. Yeah, and you watch it, and I don't know how they did it, like with the actor and everything like that, but it was. It was the hopefully the closest I'll ever come to seeing someone get strangled to death. Right, but it was like disturbing. Yeah, I was on her too. Like um, later on, later on in the series, I don't remember which season, but uh, Jesse actually moves into his own place. There's a girl next door. They end up hooking up. She ends up being a heroin addict. Mm-hmm. So not only is this entire series about fucking drug use and how to manufacture methamphetamine, which they, the whole premise should not be exist. Yeah, it shouldn't be allowed. That shouldn't cross anyone's mind. Like, oh, fuck, I have cancer. Let me make meth so I can afford my medical bills. Like, that should never. But that's the thing. That happened. Yeah. Uh, but, no, so he, he ends up dating this girl. Anyways, they, they depict other drug use. Mm-hmm. Um, holy fuck. Other Heis- drug use. Heisenberg? Yes, Heisenberg. I don't remember. Walter why. White? Yes, Walter White Heisenberg was not thrilled with the relationship i don't remember why but i, I think because jesse ends up starts using with this girl uh, and i think there might have been some other issues with it but he goes in to their apartment i don't know he was in their apartment they're using she's sleeping on her back she starts to overdose and she starts to throw up and it's extremely graphic it's probably exactly what happens when someone overdoses and they start to vomit while they're on their back and he looks at her and is about to roll her over and then chooses not to. And just watches her asphyxiate to death while Jesse's sleeping next to her and has no clue what's going on. And then he leaves to let Jesse wake up next to her dead. Oh my god. And they show all of it. Like, they don't pan away. They don't allude to anything. They show all of it. Dear 
God. And that's fine. Like, that's insane. That's intense. That I don't, I don't get that at all. And like, and then you have shows like, oh, okay, okay. So like Buffy and Angel might be more of like a TV 14. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 There you go. Um, Because they will have violent scenes violent for Buffy and Angel but also they're those are on pretty much the basic channels yeah well, they were anyway they yeah. was on the WB and stuff like that and this was in late 90s early 2000s that th- that this was on um and then they have shows that that are like that that are that were like that now so like Supernatural yeah. um would be kind of like an equivalent what would be like TV 14 and um, I don't think that they, they've got really, uh, I guess, sometimes in a little way, a little bit, a little bit worse with like some of the violence, but not too much. Like they, they still yeah. allude to beheadings. Like they don't actually show it. Wait, do they? No, they show beheadings. Plenty of vampire has been beheaded. Not defy. I was going to say define beheadings. There have been flat out. You see the guy's head roll off his body, beheadings on Supernatural. I was talking about Buffy and Angel. Oh, but I'm sorry. Yeah. My bad. No. Yeah, no. In Buffy no. and Angel, for the most part, they allude to it. Like, they don't actually show a beheading, even if no. it were a demon. Like, they might show a head of a demon. There's the only one that I could think of, which I guess doesn't really count because they turned to Ash. But in the last season, when she was showing the would-be slayers that the real vampires are actually killable, she starts to strangle him. Like the the um the Uber vamp? Yeah. Yeah, like that but that was probably the most graphic. Yeah. Um, because she was like strangling him with like barbed wire yes. or something like shit. Yeah. But that was probably the most graphic for basic cable television. And it wasn't even it's campy, so it wasn't like and it wasn't blood and guts spilling everywhere and like Yeah, like yeah. it's you know, it's special effects dust that happens after right. that. Yeah. So that's why I was saying I don't even know if you can even count it as a beheading because it just poof yeah but like that was the worst that they would show on buffy and angel i think and then like in in supernatural it's uh, like you said like they might actually show the beheadings and like you'll see the head rolling away and stuff like that like so there's there's shit like that it has actually gotten worse and that started pretty much when buffy and angel stopped in 2005 oh yeah 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 yeah. so yeah, so since then, like, it's gotten, if you take your basic cable TV TV 14 show, what they'll show depiction, like, um, right. violence-wise, and obviously in something like that, <laughs> the sex is, like, non-existent. Is it, I think the biggest sex scene, and I don't even know if you can technically count it as a scene because she was invisible in Buffy... Oh, that yeah. That was pretty... That was pretty funny. <laughs> it was funny, but it was, like... That was as, quote, graphic as they could get. But it was still pretty, like, for that age Oh, yeah. Group. You're like, like oh... He's fucking her. Like, he's going to town. He's going to pound town on her that right was, now. <laughs> that was scandalous. Scandalous. When he starts arguing and then she starts going down on him, he's like, that's not fair. Yeah. That's a- <laughs> yeah. Like, just because she's not being seen, you know exactly what is happening yeah so like i but again they they're alluding to it you're not actually like seeing it except for kind of like in the sixth um season like when they literally tear the house down Uh, that was ridiculous but yeah fucking 
but um in in that that whole story arc was like as graphic as it got yeah and it was still like i felt like the rape scene was the worst attempted rape they didn't actually rape and again though i think that goes back to how how sex scenes are depicted if it's Mm -hmm. mutual if it's not then of course it's going to be inappropriate and make you uncomfortable and i think more go into the more goes into the category of violence than it does the sexual stuff that like we're referring to yeah if that makes sense yes yeah and I, like one of the one of the things we had brought up a when we were like discussing this earlier was that um they like they allow more things like they like more you can get away with more in the ratings now but in all their and other aspects like you don't like now they now there has to be a, a warning for bullying yeah they've they've gotten really specific like back in the day when you had a pg come up rating or pg-13 it would say due to violence and language yeah now it's due to sci-fi violence mm-hmm. or war violence or cartoon whatever. violence Car- yeah like they get really fucking specific yeah, and like in we were talking about like the the kid who would be king, um, the movie about like King Arthur or whatever sword and stone type thing. Uh, in the rating, it was rated PG or PG thirteen or whatever. I think it's PG three PG. It it got that rating, and part of the reason was that like it had de- like depictions of bullying, right? And like now that's something that people have to be warned yeah. about. I know you and I, and I think we might have discussed this a little bit in the last episode, had discussed the the obvious changes in rating systems and, like, how some of the stuff that we grew up with are rated PG, and there'd be no way in hell they would get a PG rating, like, today. Yeah. But then at the same, like you said, though, in the same time, like, some stuff has changed and some stuff has gotten worse, or they're, like, more willing to show. Yeah. I I guess, again, maybe, like, on just TV... For the most part, like movies, I feel like hasn't changed too much. I feel like the warnings have gotten worse and yeah, more specific. And, and yeah, more convoluted. specific. But I feel like with TV though, like the magicians, um, you know, I get, I love that show. It's on sci-fi. Yeah, it's on sci-fi at like nine o'clock at night. They drop the f bomb at least twice. Oh wow! Each episode, and a couple times, Will's like, are "You watch? Like, are they doing that? Because you're watching it on demand." I'm like, "Nope, this is live." Oh wow. I'm like, I don't know how they're getting, again, don't know how they're getting away with it, quote unquote, because it's cable, but. It, it might be because of the time that, it, that it's on. Yeah. But like, again, like one of the things we had found out is that like the, uh, the MPAA doesn't really like share its, like its reasonings or like. Criteria. The criteria yeah. behind the ratings. Um, but I think a general rule that most people seem to understand is that in order to, um, language-wise, in order to have a PG-13 rating, you have to ha- you, you have to say the word fuck fewer than twice. Right. Like, if you say it more than twice, then it automatically gets an R rating just based on language. Right. Um, and that's why planes, trains, and automobiles <laughs> got an R rating, because of the one scene where Steve Martin... This says the word fuck like 18 times in a row. <laughs> uh, 
So like it's there and there's like stuff like just arbitrary things like that. Language and sex um, will get a harsher rating than violence. Right. And we just it's it just makes no sense. No, I just I don't I think and I'm and I'm hoping moving forward and and I, I don't want to say like obviously the sexual revolution happened in the 60s, but I would say I think we're coming to a new sexual revolution where we're becoming more accepting of our bodies we're becoming more aware of Mm -hmm. different couples and different oh my god what's the word i'm looking for i don't know i don't fucking know but anyways just more accepting i think body acceptance oh okay okay you know oh like like um oh jesus right what is right wrong with us i don't know but how um like with People that are transgender and, um, like, with bisexuality and, like, pansexuality yeah. and stuff like that. So being more open to... Being uh, able to express your sexuality the way that you are comfortable with and the way that you identify with. There you go. That was more eloquent than what I was going to say. It's more eloquent than either one of us said in the past five minutes. <laughs> Sorry, guys. It's late. <laughs> For us. Yeah. <laughs> To the general public, it's not. We're just we're old grandmas. Yeah, but no. But I, I do though. I think we're starting to move, force another awareness that, you know, just because you see a couple kiss, just because you see a same sexual couple kiss, because you see a lovemaking scene, it should not be blasphemous. It shouldn't be this whole taboo conversation, and anything to like it should be natural, and I think certain people are starting to push the boundaries with that and they should mm-hmm. there's nothing to be ashamed of there's nothing to be guilty about Mm-mm. oh i was just looking up that um philadelphia the movie that i brought up before uh, about yeah. like that had the uh instance where the guy with aids yeah and he tom hanks plays the character and denzel washington plays the lawyer they're both lawyers actually but um tom hanks character gets fired because he has aids right um, but actually, it's more because he's gay. Right. Um, so, but that actually has a PG-13 rating. I want to say because of the um, the language. But it was not, it did not get an R rating because of the depictions of homo- homosexuality, which were, there were very few, actually. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know that he's gay, but that's about it. Yeah. Like, that's, you don't see anything. You don't even really see them. He and uh, Antonio Banderas, you don't even really see anything. I can't even see. Like, there's... I wish there were an easy way to see why or, like, what it was rated PG-13 for. Right. Like, for blah, 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 blah. Again, I think back then, you didn't... At at some point, you didn't always get an explanation. It just was. Mm -hmm. And then they started to slowly bring in the explanations. And now we're getting so specific, it's, like, a paragraph long on why (laughs) you're like teen drinking teen sex um depictions of bullying and you know brief nudity strong language you're like okay like the fuck but i guess the whole reason we're spewing for this long is that we don't understand why um america as a whole like not even just in media but in general will accept violence over um 
any kind of depiction of sex. Like, yeah. why is sex a taboo topic? Why it it shouldn't be? Like, right. we, it's, it's natural. It's it's sex. It's something we need to create life. It's something we need for stress, <laughs> stress relief. Stress. Like it's yeah. just it's just it is what it is. It's not, it shouldn't be something that is difficult to talk about. Like, you should be able to openly discuss it with. I think it's one of the quote-unquote taboo things that if you don't discuss it in a healthy way, it can have such a detrimental effect on the way that you view yourself, on your relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, where again, like, discussing violence is, it's whatever. I mean, you see it every day. You see it in the newspaper. It's completely okay to discuss. Yeah, like you're kind of desensitized to it. Yeah. Like you don't actually really notice it. It's so prevalent. Yeah. And you know, it. Even though every time there is a mass shooting, and I shouldn't, I shouldn't even. That seems like such a shitty sentence to say. Mm-hmm. Every time there's a mass shooting, because yeah. there's so many of them in our country. Um, but every time there is one, it does affect people because of the loss of life but at the same time it's like not surprising right yeah that's not unfortunately it's it's not yeah or like um with domestic violence so many instances of that and just what people are okay with i don't know it it just it i don't get why it is everywhere don't get it. Well, again, I mean, I, I think it's it it's everywhere, but I think we feel like it's everywhere because that's talked about more than anything else, like anything positive. Like you're gonna hear about the negative more than you hear about the positive. Unfortunately, yeah. true, true. It's just I don't know. When will the senseless violence end? <laughs> Probably when we all die. That's when it's going to end. On that note. <laughs> yeah, I should probably wrap that up. Anyway, um, our nonsensical ramblings aside, we appreciate you guys listening to us. Um, if you have any other topics you'd like us to discuss, let us know. If you want to weigh on on this topic in particular. Yes, because I, I would love to hear other people's um opinions on this like do you guys feel the same way like we thought that we were crazy until like we were looking up on like on google we were like we google searched it and we're like oh my god yes okay ebert understands yeah. <laughs> and bless you, uh, yeah, ebert. bless you ebert but um if you guys like feel the same way or if you have arguments like if there are other instances that because i clearly we can't talk about every movie or tv show or whatever that has these instances in it but if you have um if you do have particular movies or tv shows in mind that are like that do have that stark contrast of like oh my god like the the violence to sex ratio was so off it was just unbearable or whatever right um let us know um you can find us on facebook and instagram and twitter and yeah, just let us know how you think we're doing so far. If there's any other stuff you'd like to see from us. Um, we've been considering doing silly things with Minasura, ma'am. And do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Um, but yeah, so let us know if you have any questions. Let us know. Until next time, stay curious and keep an open heart.
Okay, bye-bye. Okay, bye.